Welcome. Welcome to a place where you will hear from ordinary people who have stepped out in faith and have some extraordinary testimonies to share. My hope is that you will be inspired today, inspired to take your own step or leap of faith, to do that thing, no matter how big or how small you believe God is calling you to do. Your faith may feel as small as a mustard seed right now, or maybe big enough to move mountains. No matter where you are in your faith journey, I am confident that God will meet you right where you are. I'm your host, Trish McCarthy, and I'm so glad you're listening. Hi there, and welcome back. You are now listening to what I am referring to as a Triple T episode. So after each testimony that you listen to, there will be a follow-up episode, just like the one you're listening to now that's full of practical application. A takeaway gleaned from what the person shared, teaching that will help equip and strengthen you, and a tip that you can immediately apply to activate your faith. So now, take a listen for takeaway, teaching, and tip. Well, I hope that you enjoyed Valerie's testimony and just what she shared with us as as much as I did. It was so inspiring to me personally, and I hope it was to you as well. So let's talk about some takeaways from from what Valerie shared. I'm going to break it down into uh, some words that I'll begin with the letter P. The first thing is our purpose is people. And then the second thing, practice to perfect. So our purpose is people and practice to perfect. So we need to know our purpose. And when Valerie went to Chewy's that day, she knew what her purpose was. She said, these are her words. She said, where I am, people are there. Christ is in me and he wants to use me. So she went in knowing what her purpose was to be used by God and to love and serve the people around her. And our purpose, her purpose that day, our purpose is to allow his love to flow through us to other people. So people is our purpose. And then we need to practice what we want to get better at in order to fulfill that purpose. And Valerie shared a couple of different examples. She talked about the importance of praying and having that prayerful attitude, she called it, on her way, on the way from the car to the door. And these were some things she said. She said, how do you want to use me, Lord? Move me out of the way. Help me to see the people. Uh, so she just went in with that prayerful attitude, and she, like she said, she perfected that. It wasn't something that you know just happened overnight. The other thing she shared was practicing asking questions. She said, help me see them, or, uh, make them feel valued. She wants to see the people and make them feel valued, and she did that by asking questions. She also talked about striving for perfection and aiming for excellence, so You know that saying, practice makes perfect, right? We know we're not perfect, but I love how she said, strive for perfection and aim for excellence. No, we're not perfect. There's only one who's perfect, and that's Jesus. But our goal and our aim is to become more like him so that when others see us, they actually see him in us. Our character is a a reflection of what he has done in our lives. God does some things instantly, overnight, And other things take time. They take practice. We are all going through a sanctification process. That word process actually is sometimes painful for a lot of us. But it's super necessary in pointing us towards our purpose. So how do we become more like our perfect Jesus? 
Just like Valerie said, we spend time with him in his word, studying his life and learning about his character because he is the perfect example. There's just no better role model than Jesus, which takes us into today's teaching. And the title of today's teaching is Seek to Serve, Not to Be Served. And we're going to take a look at the life of Jesus as our example. And Jesus said in Matthew 20, 28, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and give his life as a ransom for many. So that day at Chewy's, Coco was Valerie's server. But what ended up happening was that Valerie ended up actually serving Coco, right? She talked about having that tension as she's going places, the tension between her serving her her or her serving God and serving people. And that day, she was open to serving the people around her uh, that were actually serving her. She ended up serving them. And the key is that she was open and available. She asked God to open her heart, her eyes and her heart and to be uh, available to those who, who she came into contact with. Yes, Christ came to serve, not to be served. And Christ was Valerie's example, and he's, he should be our example. This verse right here in, in uh, Luke 22 just really, really exemplified what, what Valerie did that day. And this is when the disciples began to argue about who was the greatest among them. And Jesus said in Luke 22, 27, Who is more important, the one who sits at the table or the one who serves? The one who sits at the table, of course, but not here, for I am among you as one who serves. Valerie epitomized this that day in Chewy's with my precious daughter. But don't forget also what she said, how she starts her day, the reason that she is able to, to serve and love on people is because she asks God to empty herself of herself and then asks him to fill her up each day. And this is really key. So who did Jesus serve? Jesus was all about the people. And he didn't just pick and choose who he wanted to hang out with and serve. He didn't just serve the pretty people or the nice people or the rich people or the good people. <laughs> he attended dinner parties with tax collectors. And those were the most despicable people of his time. He was compassionate towards the adulteress and the prostitute. Now, he didn't condone their behavior, but he loved them and he forgave them. And he stood up for them when the religious leaders of the day judged them harshly. When they wanted to stone the woman caught in adultery, it was Jesus who said, he who is without sin cast the first stone. But probably the most memorable act of service is when he washed his disciples' feet during the Last Supper. This was so shocking to them because a master never washed his servants' feet. And even more shocking is that he washed the feet of the person that he knew would betray him. He washed Judas's feet. Then he went on after that to demonstrate the most selfless act of service in the history of mankind. He died and shed his blood on the cross for that tax collector, for the adulteress, for the prostitute, so that their sins would be forgiven. He died for all of us so that our sins would be forgiven. Yeah, he died for all the Judases of the world that would betray him. And that includes you, and that includes me. Who has God placed in your life that you could serve well today? Maybe it's somebody in your neighborhood, a single mom perhaps, that needs your grass mowed maybe. 
Or who in your household can you serve well today? What chore does your spouse absolutely hate that you could choose to do for him or her today? What errand might you be able to run for them? Maybe go fill up the gas tank. My husband does that a lot for me, and it just it just blesses me so much when I get in the car and see a full tank of gas. Or maybe you can make your child or your roommate their favorite meal this weekend and use those fancy dishes and light some candles. If you're not sure who to serve or what to do to serve that serve somebody, just ask God. He is the most creative person I know, and he will show you, especially because when we serve him, it glorifies him. We look most like him when we serve other people. Maybe there might be a coworker or an employee that works under you in a new role, maybe struggling to get over that learning curve, or they might just be completely overwhelmed. Could you offer a helping hand to that person? Is there something that maybe you could take off their plate? Or better yet, is there something that you could maybe take off your boss's plate? Yes, that same boss who was writing you last week. That same boss who doesn't always make you feel appreciated. What could you do to make your boss's life easier? How could you serve your boss well today? Remember, the Son of Man, Jesus, our perfect role model, came to serve, not to be served. And he served each and every one of us when we didn't deserve it. All of us Judases of the world. It's really not too hard to serve those who treat us well. But I ask you, is there a Judas in your life that you could serve well today? Is there a Judas who needs you to wash their feet? Okay, I want to give us a a little tip. We had our takeaway teaching, and here's your tip. My tip is to tip and to tip well. On behalf of servers everywhere, please, I beg you to tip well. Servers are some of the hardest workers I know. Honestly, I, I really think that all of us should have to have served tables at some point in our lives. I waited tables to help my, get myself through college, and our girls are doing the same, or they have both done the same. Uh, your perspective completely changes once, once you've been a server yourself. It, it probably, I think it was the hardest I've ever worked in my life. And not only was it physically exhausting, but it was mentally and emotionally draining as well. And I'd, I'd like to throw this challenge out there as well. And I know this doesn't make sense in the world's eyes and in, in the world's economy, but I'm going to throw this out there anyway. Even if you think your server didn't deserve it, I'm challenging you to offer a decent tip anyway. You just never know how an undeserved tip might make that person's day. And you never know what kind of a day that person is having in the first place. What You don't know what could have happened or transpired right before you got to their table. Maybe the people sitting in that exact table before them treated them badly or didn't tip well or... We just never know. I've seen so many servers get treated rudely, and you just never know. You don't know. And I also, I want to encourage us to remember that our servers are human beings first, and let's treat them as such. Like Valerie said, she, she wants to make them feel important. She asks them questions. Let's add value to our interaction with them, value to their evening, possibly value to their life, just like in Coco's case that day. On a final note, how we tip 
might actually be a bigger reflection of our own heart than a reflection of the service we received. Lord, I just come before you and and thank you, Lord, for giving us the perfect example of a servant in Jesus. Lord, our heart's desire is to be a reflection of you to a hurting world, and there's no better way to do that than when we serve, Lord. Show us how to serve well, Lord. Put that desire in our heart, especially for those who maybe don't deserve it in our in our eyes. Oh, Lord, I thank you, God, that you sent your son to give his ultimate act of service for us, Lord, to die for us, Lord. Thank you so much for the example that he is to us. And I pray, Lord, that as we go about uh, our day and our week, Father, that you would just show us examples just or show us opportunities, Lord, where we can serve those around us, Lord, not because we want to get anything in return, but simply out of our love for people and our love for you. For we know, Lord, how much you love people. We know how much you love us. Help us, God. Give us a heart to serve others. Give us, a, give us your heart, Lord, a servant's heart to love and bless those around us in your name, Lord, so that they would see you in us. Thank you, Lord, so much for being a servant to all. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As always, thank you so much for listening today. I just want you to know that each morning when I wake up, the first thing I do is to pray for each of you listening that God would minister to you in a very tangible, personal way through these testimonies and teachings. And even though I may not know your name, He does. He knows the exact number of hairs on your head and He knows you better than you know yourself. If you sense right now that He is beckoning you to get to know Him better and you would like to know more about starting a personal relationship with Jesus, please email me at chasingsquirrels67 at gmail.com. I would really love to hear from you.